who will survive? Means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream rise to the top. give you a show like you have never ever seen before why because i can uh, hello everyone and welcome to the positively promising podcast i'm your host steve fountas and with me back better than ever is eric sanchez tonight we're going back to 1997 March, St. Patrick's Day of 1997. Hey, March, how about that? I forgot, I didn't realize that. March 17th, 1997 for WWF. Mm-hmm. Not Monday Night Raw. Raw is war, is what we're going to be talking about this week on the PPW podcast. So I'm glad Eric's back for a full show. He was off for a couple weeks. He did a couple mini shows. Did a little mini tribute to our mm-hmm. poor Lenny Poffo. The genius passed away a few weeks ago, so I want to do a little thing about that. And this week, I figured, let's go to the Attitude Era. Well, this is like a pre-Attitude Era, the dawn of Attitude. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And this is the famous episode of Raw that ends with Brett cursing, pushing Vince McMahon. We'll talk all about it and how it was such a big deal at the time and looking back at it, how kind of almost out of nowhere it was for where the WWF was at the uh-huh. time. So, as always, if this is your first time listening, we appreciate you. And if you're a long-time listener, we appreciate you even more. If you're a sometimes listener, even more. All right. If you're if you're a sometimes listener, we appreciate you too. Yeah. You can find all of our past shows for free. <clears throat> Your favorite podcast app. Just search Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Hit subscribe. We're on Twitter at PPW Podcast. You can join the Facebook group, Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. And let me the tell Facebook you, group is at, growing. At least like a couple times a day, I giggle with the stuff people post in that group <laughs> with these great. memes and like so I'm like, where are you finding this stuff? It's it's great. So you got to join if you're not if you if, even if you don't have a Facebook, create a Facebook just to join this group. It's it's good stuff. Just search positively pro wrestling podcast. You can follow Eric on Twitter at positively underscore Eric. Uh, before we get into this week's show, it's been a couple weeks, Eric. You've you've had COVID. Oh my god! Work. Like, what's, that, that what's was, going on, man? It still is the worst. So really. Yeah, this, this, I, this is your this is your first <clears throat> battle, right? My, my first these, time, my first look time. Look at you! Congrats, you finally uh, it finally got you. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Yeah, I'm still dealing with like COVID fatigue. Like I'll, I'll be okay yeah. for a little bit, then all of a sudden I just get like dead tired, like I'm just dragging. You're um, also old, so that could be it. Yeah, that's probably it too. I'm overweight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm pre-diabetic. No, I'm not. Okay. Um, no, I mean, yeah. You get the symptoms and all that stuff, and then five, six days later, I mean, it's kind of kind of crappy. Yeah, um, I mean, it sucks. Being sick sucks. And it, I mean, I'm glad you went this long without getting it. That's yeah, pretty impressive, too. so good mm-hmm. job. You're pretty cautious. You're not going crazy. You wear masks in a lot of time. I, I, but, I try to, yeah. So, But it's okay. You survived it. Any wrestling stuff you've been checking out? Anything out of the ordinary or any, um, I, any randomly looking at or anything like that? Well, the re-release, I think, of the Ultimates with the Bret Hart, I got that um, in my cart, ringside collectibles, my, yeah. might uh, pull the trigger on that. I just want to put some other things there so I get over $60 to get that free shipping. 
Is there um, anything in your your look? The only thing I'm looking at is I. You know what? If you want to do it over, I, I'll help you out. Oh, okay. I want that. I want the uh, series 100 Andre with he's got the coat. Oh, the okay. Yeah, we could do that. So let me know if you do the order because I, I can help push <clears throat> it over the edge for you. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to do the sherry after I saw that it came down to like 21 bucks, but like yeah. two days before I saw that, I placed an order through Entertainment Earth. I forget where I, I got my lead from, but it was like an influencer 10% off. And then I, I think it's over $39. You get free shipping. So I got some deals on it. Um, couldn't mm-hmm. tell you who I got the 10% off from because I was just one of those nights where I'm like clicking stuff and clicking and clicking. And one thing leads to another. Here I am, Entertainment Earth. <laughs> and I see Sherry. And I'm like, oh, how do I get my $39? So then I picked up the Money in the Bank, uh, like the gold lunchbox. And it was like a Macho Man pin. I'm like, all right, we're over. Look yeah. at that. You got some cool stuff. I like mm-hmm. it. You got to bring your lunchbox to work to bring your sandwich in, PB&J? Damn right. <laughs> bring my little milk carton and a uh, and some cookies. <laughs> Years ago, I almost bought the actual Money in the Bank replica briefcase at the yeah. superstore to like carry my laptop in to work when I was in the <laughs> yeah. office. Uh-huh. But So they, they made two versions of it. They made a plastic one, which was like 70 bucks or whatever. But they made like a metal one too, which was like 200 something, which is the one I was going to buy, like the legit nice. one. But I, you know, I convinced myself not to. And retrospect, I wish I'd go back. You know what? Just go ahead and buy it. Even even now, it'd be I could sell it if I didn't want it. I should have just bought it. Right. What are you going to you know, do? Right. At the time when I'm buying stuff, I'm like, oh, it's two hundred dollars. But then, like three weeks later, it's like I don't even miss the two hundred. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, we do. I mean, you do. You have bills and you have stuff you want to save or whatever. But, gas, it, it's, but it's part of a budget too. So if I spend it, it's not like I needed it. That's true. I mean, That's I could have true. saved it, but at the same time, it's you know, it's not tan- it's not a uh, actual like it's you're, just not n- numbers on paper. I mean, you're not a big purchase guy generally. Last no, big I'm not. Purchase was what you're you're a, a replica. Yeah, my championship, championship belt. Yeah, which I is lo- a, I love it. It's one of the better ones I've seen. Like mm-hmm. as far as bootlegs go. Yeah. There's no the, the leather work's done well. The plates are good. Like that's the thing too. Sometimes the plates are messed up, but they're perfect. It's awesome yeah. stuff. So those plates, when I got it in, I'm looking at it and it looks kind of like rough. And I'm like, I don't know if he did that good of a job. But then I went looking at older pictures from that era, like the the uh, the actual ones, and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, they're kind of rough too. So you know, he did a good job. Yeah, it's not as smooth. Like the stamp, like the stamping. I guess I'm trying to say on the the plates. If, if you ever get a chance, have you ever heard of Paul Martin belts? No. So he's a guy in the UK. He makes he read leathers belts, and he like hand he handcrafts it. It's an awesome work. He's got a YouTube channel mm-hmm. that ever, and he kind of reviews belts. So go ahead and watch his stuff. My dream is he re re-leathered the WWE shop version of the dual plated winged eagle. Okay, and like he, it makes it look amazing with like the, the awesome leather and all that stuff. I'm like, man, I really want that, but you know, I'm not gonna spend it. It's like something like eight hundred dollars. It won't mm-hmm. end up being. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I don't need that, but. It's something that I, I dream, <laughs> I long for, but not not at this time, right? I, I long for. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of stuff I want. There's a lot of stuff I'm, I've been trying to sell, too. So I'm actually going to pick up a new, uh, second detail. Someone in a Facebook group I'm in was selling them uh, for 60 bucks, already built, and the guy's pretty close to us out here in the Chicago area. And now the details have gone up in price to like 120 I'm like, yeah, yeah 60 is a good deal. Yeah, so I got to rearrange the basement down here, kind of put some stuff in the detolf that I've been meaning to do, and it just—it's a good display. So, what are you going to put in it? I don't know yet. I'm gonna—I'm gonna get it home on Saturday and then figure it out. Uh, I'm gonna put it in the basement and then kind of figure it out, kind of figure out what I want to do. I'm thinking maybe my Hogan ring bell would look good in there. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe with some Hogan figures in front of it. Maybe use the ring bell as kind of almost a backdrop yeah. type of thing. So that—that's kind of what I'm thinking about. We'll see. Um, it'll help me. 
organize myself a bit more. I was just wondering what that sound was, and I realized it's windy and snowing outside. So I was like, "What the hell is that?" But <laughs> that's old Jack Frost. Old Jack Frost, yeah, he is. It's crappy weather out here, but anyway, nothing else really going on here. Uh, this show was a good one to look back at. I've been watching a lot of old wrestling, as I always do. Recently, I've actually been, I decided I'm going to watch the SmackDown version of the Ruthless Aggression Era because I never watched it before, like ever. I never watched it live. So I started the SmackDown after Hogan won the Undisputed Championship from Triple H. That's like uh-huh. my starting point. Yeah, okay. And I'm going to keep going from there. It's Yeah, I, I, at that time, I was watching SmackDown because it was Channel 9 or whatever it was, Channel 26 yeah. or wh- whatever. UPN, UPN, whatever it was on, yeah. Um. Because I didn't have cable at the time, and we were just we just moved out, and I'm like, all right, well, we'll just live with uh, antenna TV because we were in Chicago, so we got a lot of the Chicago stations, and yeah, at the time they were transitioning to the um, the digital, so I mean that was it was fun, you know, you get like 50 channels. Yeah, they, <laughs> so they, like, it's who, true. There's so many random channels you'd get. Like, what is this old classic episodes of like yeah. Mash? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> like, who needs cable? So right. yeah, Friday nights, I if I was off work or whatever, I get home early. Um, you know, I watch it and Ray Mysterio, Paul London, Kendrick, uh, you know, just all the oldie, oldies, you know, it's, it's, um, it's fun to look. I know a lot of people have nostalgia for that era. I don't mm-hmm. cause I didn't watch it, but it's, it's been fun to start watching. I've also yeah. started watching some 2008 WWE because that's when I really started to get back into it after being lapsed for so long, uh-huh. you know, the whole build up from Royal Rumble to WrestleMania 24. I'm starting to watch that now. And it's it's been fun, and it's fun to go back and watch. And we're yeah. we're lucky we have Peacock or Network or old DVDs if you still have them, like I do, to to watch this stuff. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been going back lately, and just um, I don't know. I watch like an old uh, Saturday Night's Main Event. I'll watch right. I don't know some some random uh, Coliseum video thing. I just kind of play. I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> it's it's fun to have in the background, or maybe if you're like you just want to relax. Like it's fun, like. You want to put something on, but you don't want to think. Like, there's so many good TV shows out now, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. I'm like, I got to sit and, like, watch this. And, like, it's not like it's hard, but you're like, I just want to, like, veg out. And, like, wrestling's perfect for that. Wrestling yeah. and, like, episodes of The Office, perfect for that as far as I'm concerned. You're right. All right. You, you ready to hop into Raw from 97? Let's go in the time machine. <laughs> that, that sound, I watched, speaking of old movies. So I watched Encino Man yesterday. Uh-huh. Remember that movie? Yeah, Weezy the Juice. Yeah, Polly Polly <laughs> Polly Shore, Shore. Like his, he goes like he does like like that noise you made. Like that's like his handshake with people. Yeah, uh-huh. Weezy the Juice. <laughs> like <laughs> fruit group, meat group, like the burritos and all that stuff. Yeah. And Sean Austin Green's in it, and you know Rudy. I'm like man, this is Brendan Fraser and. And like the, I forgot the end of the movie. Spoiler mm. alert! It came out in '92. They yeah. find like spoiler uh, alert. <laughs> they find like a his like Brendan Fraser's caveman girlfriend shows up, yeah, from being buried and she's, she's getting hot. all cleaned up. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. It's, Speaking of Polly Shore, I bought Son in Law because to me that's uh, like another Thanksgiving Day movie. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I bought that. Where'd you find Son in Law? Like disc replay? Where does one get Son in Law? <laughs> disc replay. Okay. <laughs> like, I was in there. Bucks. Well worth it. <laughs> I was looking at like a list of Thanksgiving movies, whatever. I'm like, oh, Son-in-Law. I love that movie. So I went mm-hmm. back and got it. Does it hold up? Did you watch it? Of course it holds up. Holy <laughs> <laughs> Shore. Yeah, it's a good movie. This is a Polly Shore cast now. All right. So we're going to go back to 1997. Again, March 17th, 1997, Monday Night Raw. This is the last Raw before WrestleMania 13. Also, this is the very start 
of the Raw is War era. I think the Raw is the week before was the first transition episode from Monday Night Raw to Raw is War, where they have the two separate hours. The first hour is Raw, the second hour is the War Zone. They even do See, separate I, intros. I was which looking we'll talk at about. that because it was when I was watching on Peacock. It's the same intro. And I was waiting to see, because I remember there was a difference, like, two, you know, two times. There's different songs. Yeah, there's different songs. I think. But I never saw Warzone, but at the end of this episode, someone's like, oh, they're here at the Warzone. I'm like, all right, maybe that's a precursor to what the second well, they hour do, would be called. Well, in the second hour, they do re-show, they do replay the intro again and have new pyro again. They do like a whole second thing. Yeah, right. So it's it's interesting. But so 97. I was, like many wrestling fans, obsessed with wrestling because WCW is hot, WWF was a staple, and it's starting to kind of heat up a little bit. And I've talked about this before. I was a WCW denier. I didn't. I pretend I didn't watch it. I pretend it was, wasn't good, but it was. And I actually went back mm-hmm. and watched the main event of what Nitro had this night yeah. to see how good it was, and I'll talk about what that was too. But what were you? Were you watching both? Were you strictly a, a, a WF what were you doing in 97? Were you all in? Uh, I think I was more nitro uh, mm-hmm. because just WWF was getting a little bit too corny, too kitty, And I, I think this verge up on the attitude era was, was getting more attention, you know, for, for guys, my age, your age, you know, that, that little bracket there demo. And I'm like, okay, well I start watching this stuff too. And it's, it's more, um, you know, more attitude. Right. And it's, more yeah. in your face and, and they're i don't know they just seem tougher <laughs> and, and then we'll, we'll, wcw started to feel like you know old nostalgic stuff because there was the older wwf guys you know jumping ship being over there and, and we'll talk about it throughout this yeah. episode kind of how everyone i think looks back with these rolls called glasses of 97 wwf it's always kind of most commonly said, oh 97 wwf was so great it was so great and there's a ton mm-hmm. of good stuff in there because it's literally laying bricks down yeah. for the most successful time ever in wrestling history. But there is a lot of shit <laughs> in 97 too. And we'll talk about a little bit, a bit here and how you can kind of understand like, oh, they didn't fully get it just yet. The WWF did, but. And there's a lot of newer faces, stars, you know, being built and kind of established. And I mean, yeah. you gotta, you gotta start somewhere. And I, I think 97, late 96 was, was what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I guess I kind of figured Stone Cold was a guy, like he was a star, but I had no idea how big he would be. But looking back, even in this episode, you're like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I can see it. Austin's freaking the man. Like, he's <laughs> freaking awesome. Yeah. He's got a little you light uh, goatee coming in. It's like a, he's yeah. Gotta get, he's like a little bushier. He's, all pissed, he's pissed off <laughs> trying to play the heel, but he's such a badass, you cannot not like him. Like he's so awesome. Yeah. And so 97, uh, I'm in seventh grade. Seventh grade was one of the worst years for me ever in school. Mm-hmm. I was just a horrible student. Uh, I just had, I struggled with all this stuff. My parents got called in, like with all my teachers, to talk about it. And it was just bad times. But I had wrestling, and I just that was the thing that made me so happy. That was what I had to look forward to every week. It made me just so happy that I had so much wrestling to watch. And that's kind of what I would think about when I was watching. It's like, oh yeah, like, seventh grade was rough, and I was thinking about that. But I was also thinking about like my friend, named Jason. <laughs> yeah. That him and I were watching. My friend, I got, I became friends with uh, this kid Rob because he liked wrestling. And it, at first, we didn't like each other. But then I found out that he liked wrestling, and I was like, oh, I guess we're going to be friends now. Mm-hmm. And it was a whole thing, you know. And then I kind of started to get my friends into wrestling a little bit because it started to get cool again. 
Uh, so anyway, the t-shirts sh- at the stores, you're like, Hey, yeah. TV land st- in the mall. That's and that's what that, uh, that's, that's that crap. Steve watches. <laughs> definitely. That they knew, they knew, they knew. I'm surprised in retrospect that my parents didn't like take wrestling away from me as a punishment for being bad mm-hmm. at school. Maybe they're like, look, this is all he's got. Let's give it to him. <laughs> this is all he's got. He's not good at math. <laughs> he sucks at no. English. <laughs> but Still by God, it. he gets excited he, over wrestling. By God, I get excited. So Raw starts off. We got the thorn in our eye intro. A thorn in your eye. Like that's like you know that song. Oh, I do. And, the, and, and the, then and the flaming go, garbage cans and the, yeah, they're fighting the in the busting warehouse. We go right to the and then we go to the arena. We got pyro going off. They're showing the crowd. What was weird? There was no. Welcome There's everybody. No, We're here at the But there was no there no 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 there was no voiceover until the match started. I was like, is my volume not working? Because there's no Vince saying, Here we are in Syracuse and JR or whatever. Uh-huh. I like it the light crowd. I like, I like these old uh these old shows. Yeah. It's not all lit up and you know it's it's a little spotlighting more everybody. Yeah, I right. Like and that's one of the things that bothers me about modern wrestling is it's too much stimulation it's too like pretty yeah ex- exactly it's too pretty there's led lights there's what are they called like um where they've got the, the 3d image of like roman reigns like mm-hmm. a fake one augmented reality yeah, pictures AR. and stuff and even like aew everyone's like oh they're the alternative but they're doing neon and all this shit too and lighting the crowd up like mm-hmm. wrestling should be you should be focused on the ring and the wrestlers and not all the other crap around it right Right. I mean, that's what I think. I'm just like you know, us old timers over here. Old man yells at cloud or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, I don't, I don't care about brand and all this stuff or stuff. And like, I've, I'm sure you've seen because the Super Bowl, the Chiefs won, and everyone's like, look at this. They're wearing the WWE giant logo belt. That's why they're doing. That's why the belt never changed because of the brand. I'm like, I don't give a shit about branding. I just want the winged eagle belt back. Like, yeah. come on, let's be real here. <laughs> anyway, come on, Cody, get that win. Yeah, let's do it. Adrenaline in my soul, bringing back the winged eagle gold. <laughs> <laughs> and then Fink is rocking the WrestleMania 13 hockey jersey tucked yeah. into his pants. And I was like, <laughs> oh, look at Fink. Old legend. He's, do, he's doing it for the brand, just like Pat McAfee. Yeah, just he, he makes margaritas, his world-famous margaritas. <laughs> if you've never had one, they're the best. They're great. But if you've had a good margarita, they're dog shit. <laughs> Legends oh, House mean will, never, will live forever in my heart. Always. We'll live forever. Right? <laughs> exactly. The LOD music starts here, and uh, we get the power of the LOD. They face the Nation of Domination, which is Crush and Savio Vega, and they're accompanied by D'Lo Brown, Clarence Mason, and PG-13, the rappers. These guys rapping out to the ring, they're the original acclaimed. The acclaimed on AEW rapping yeah. guys out. PG thirteen in the nation in ninety seven was doing that. So did these guys had they they were like undescript like they didn't have names they were just kind of like their posse that came out. They had I, names. I, I, was, I don't think they had D'Lo as a name because I saw him like oh man I I know they started off without like the, the big four or five like um, you know mm-hmm. comma uh, Mark Henry like th- th- to me that's like the the main um, nation yeah. of domination but they started out with you know Owen was in it Crush was in it. Savio Vega. So they started off with their their veterans until they got you know other guys kind of built up to to yeah to, to be and then with that uh, and then Dilo became a wrestler before he was just a guy in a tuxedo out with he him was. And, he, and he started wrestling. 
then we go backstage. Apparently, this is all. This is all. By the way, leading up to a big Chicago street fight: Legion of Doom, Ahmed Johnson versus the Nation of Domination at Mania 13 the next week. Uh, Ahmed Johnson's backstage with a giant AJ leather jacket. Ahmed's a badass. He, I loved Ahmed Johnson. I think yeah, every I know kid you did. Because I'm, I'm thinking Ahmed in, in his uh, Pearl River plunge and his red gimmicks and stuff, and I thought he was okay. But you know him in here in in, in that big you know loud jacket, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> scream at the top of his lungs and all he's gonna do. And I'm like, man, I like this Ahmed. Him and Farouk are banned from ringside by Gorilla yep. Monsoon. We'll, we'll get to Gorilla later. He's all pissed. Gorilla's angry on this episode of Raw, which we'll get to later. Of course, he's the on-screen acting president of the WWF at the time, Gorilla mm-hmm. Monsoon, but. Also backstage is Farouk, who's also banned from ringside. At some point, though, however, during the match, we go to a break, and we see the WWF Slam of the Week brought to you by Cool Borders from PlayStation 1. I definitely remember Cool Borders from That was a fun game. It was. Definitely a fun game. I wonder if it still holds up. I'm going to go try to find it at just replay. I'm sure it does. Just try to find Next. it on, uh, like, a, uh, what do you call it? On the, compu- on the internet? An emulator? Emulator. That's it. I give guess. It, give it a go. Not the same, though. Backstage, and the, by the way, this match is going on, and the match is nothing to talk about, but, but this is all about angle, the angle and the buildup. And we go backstage, and Ahmed Johnson gets attacked by Farouk. He hits him with, I get like a billy club. <laughs> like <back. laughs> Ahmed's, watching the, Ahmed's watching the t- TV monitor of the match, like backstage. They they shoot <laughs> Ahmed watching TV, which is, you pointed out on Facebook, the Facebook group, how cool that is. Like, it makes sense. We should Dude, do it. Dude, I, I love these older shots. I, I forgot they did it, because, I mean, right now you got someone, they're, they're if they go backstage right now, people are standing next to the TV with cranking their necks around <laughs> trying to look at the screen. But this one, they're getting a camera over the guy's back, back of the head. He's watching TV. That's how I watch TV. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, they're going back and forth. I think Vince, whoever was talking to Ahmed, he was talking to Farouk. And, you know, all of a sudden, Farouk's not in the camera shot anymore. And he comes in and attacks uh, Ahmed from behind. Mm-hmm. And then eventually Ahmed goes out and attacks. I'm sorry, not Ahmed. Farouk goes out to attack the Legion of Doom, and there's a big brouhaha, a big melee. Um, it's just a big schmage. Like, there's, there's nothing really to write home about about the match. Well, it's a good go-home home thing. You know, you got all this yeah. stuff leading up to now there's more fire or more fuel to this fire. You know, I wanted mm-hmm. to watch the match. I did. I'm like, give me LOD at Ahmed. And this is LOD Ahmed three-pack with all of them wearing the spikes because that's what they wore at WrestleMania 13 Mm -hmm, in that match. Then we get an ad for the Slammies taking place night before WrestleMania on USA Network. I definitely watched that. was definitely excited because, again, as we always talk about, whenever there was additional bonus wrestling stuff outside of the norm, you're like, ooh. It was an appointment (laughs) viewing. Uh Now... If WWE was to do like a Saturday Night's Main Event, I'm like, I'll catch it on whenever. I'm not going to watch it. I'll when DVR it. Yeah, exactly. Or I'll watch it on on the Peacock mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't know. They de- they would have to do something like a WrestleMania style, like Cody versus Ro- or Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns on Saturday Night's Main Event for me to watch it. Granted, mm-hmm. that's going to be at their, apparently there's a pay per view this Saturday, the Chamber Elimination Chamber. But oh yeah, that is. Isn't it? I'll yeah. watch it. I'll try to watch it. Yeah, work. I'll, I'll catch it. And then we go back to the announce <clears throat> table. We've got Vince, uh, the King, and JR, three-man announce booth. So there's a cage match right in, at the main event tonight, Bret Hart versus Psycho Sid. Psycho Sid's the champion. But we're a week before WrestleMania. So is this for the championship? There's rumors. They keep talking about rumors. 
that mm-hmm. it's maybe for the championship, maybe not for the championship. Gorilla Monsoon's going to have to clarify. There's he's, also he's, he's going to be there tonight, and Stone there, Cold's going to be here tonight. So that's the rumor. There's also rumors that Shawn Michaels is going to be in the building tonight. Shawn Michaels Whoa, is going to show up. Oh, this is a stacked show. Rumors. Remember that Lindsay Lohan song? No. <laughs> Tired of rumors starting? That's what this no. show's about. It's about rumors. Did I have it's to call the, the JR hotline to, to find out, to get to the bottom of all this? Maybe call the Scheme Gene hotline, 909-9900. Okay. But yeah, there's there's rumors and there's concern. And I am concerned <laughs> about this. About the rumors. <laughs> Next matchup is Flash Funk versus Triple H. Triple H is with China, who they're just starting to put over as this you know, big beast manager for him. She already whipped the shit out of Marlena, tossed her like a rag doll. She's in Triple H's corner. He's got the like the Ode to Joy song now. Yeah. It's not his Triple H song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flash Funk's got the, oh, Flash, you are so and the, funky. And the Funkettes. And he comes out in a neon green jumpsuit looking like an alien with boots that are too big for him. <laughs> I like how Vince, he has, he has his style of of nicknaming people like this monster he calls uh china he's a, she's a monster of a woman you know yeah. and then, you, then you see like monster of a man and a uh, baddest man on the planet then you got ronda who's the baddest woman on the planet like he's got these little things that he sticks to yeah definitely all the way back in 97 but yeah a pretty good match a pretty typical tv match uh designed just to get triple h moreover he gets the win after trying to interferes and triple h gets the win and then we go backstage, and who shows up through the door? Backstage? Shawn Michaels. Rumors! Rumors! Hey, here rumors. he comes, strutting with his cowboy hat. No, he doesn't have a cowboy hat. He's just got like a He's got blazer. Spurs. No spurs. <laughs> he does not. He <laughs> does not. He's got these rumors. Rumors. Oh, okay. And we come back from commercial break, and what do we have in the ring? We have Vader's music. But it's not Vader, is it? No, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not it, mankind either. It was his partner at the time. It is someone named Mini Vader and Mini Mankind, and they're going to take on. I was smiling mi- this whole time. <laughs> mini, <laughs> they're taking Mini Gold Dust and, and mini, mini. Oh, Mascarada Sagrada Junior. Did yeah. I say that right? Sure, Mascarada Sagrada Junior. It was Max Mini, I think. Right, very tiny man. He, he was the tiniest. So, so the gold dust guy is in full gimmick. He's doing all the yeah. motions, the chest motions, the the bites, the yeah. He's the, got face paint on, the, and like you're looking at these guys, and and to scale, they don't look that small. But Mike Kewitt is the ref, and he's towering over all mm-hmm. of them. Like, oh, I guess they are pretty small. <laughs> and again, this goes back to we're talking about '97 and how great it was with the rose card glasses and all that, but man, there's a lot of stupid stuff. I, I'm sure people switch the channel to flip on and see what Nitro not, had going not on. Not me, man. I love this match. Did you? You were a big fan? I, I really wanted like a mini, I don't know, like another WWF character to go with Gold Dust. Hold it. You, you want to Because Masakrita Sagrada Jr. just felt out of place. He was half it's, the size of everybody else, and they're already, they're already uh, little people. It was it was quite the thing, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even know who won. All I know is post match, the little guy, as I call him, he launches himself off the stage onto Mini Vader. I mean, he like, like a Oof. bullet. He's like, fast. <laughs> he was so fast. Aerodynamic. I believe it. 
I couldn't believe how fast this guy was. Uh, I, I, or I'm, I'm, you're loving it. I'm crapping on it. Okay. It's still worth checking out. Well, I think you're crapping see. on it. Sounds like I sounds like you love it. <laughs> it was stupid. Okay. But, I mean, I, everyone knows I love bad wrestling. I love a good dumb thing. Yeah. This is this is this is tops. Yeah. Tippy tops. All right. Then we get an ad for WrestleMania. WrestleMania 13 again next week on pay per view at the Rosemont Horizon in Chicago. Pretty famous pay-per-view just because of the Bret Hart, Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, submission match. And after that, we go to Gorilla Monsoon. Gorilla Monsoon is here, and he is pissed. He's like, I had to come here. What the hell? I had to come here, Vince, and do all this bullshit. Had to, to come here from New stuff. Jersey. He's figuring it out. By the way, if you haven't heard him yet, I'm sure you have. Our friend of the show, Joe Murata, of the old, Our Vantage Point podcast, <laughs> has started using AI, if Gorilla Monsoon had a podcast. If you haven't heard it yet, please go listen now, at Joe Murata on Twitter. There's, I think, like 15 episodes, two-minute clips of if, Gorilla if, Monsoon if having Monsoon a podcast. Had a, if Monsoon had a podcast. <laughs> yes. My f- favorite was the first episode where he talked about, he's like, Lex Luger, if he didn't think I remembered him calling me the fat guy at WrestleMania 8, he had, that piece of shit has another <laughs> thing coming. Just so many little touches that he does just, just uh-huh. go check it out anyway gorilla's here and he's got the facts for everybody first off he know i listen it's for the championship vince second off i know the timing might stink for the undertaker but tough shit because red has <laughs> been screwed he won he won the royal rumble all right he also he won the final four he's a he should be he's a three-time champion it sucks for the undertaker but guess what this is what we're doing championship match cage match bret hart versus sid tonight Get now, where's my car? I gotta go home. He's all pissed off. So, by the way, it's Brett versus Sid for the title. He says, Sorry, sorry, it's for the title. <laughs> Pretty good recap of what Gorilla said, I would say. No, I, I agree. And they, they keep sliding in those uh, side right bumpers to let you know that this match is gonna happen tonight. You got Sid, Bret Hart mm-hmm. tonight. Cage, steel cage match. Solid steel cage. And it's the old blue one, the classic. Yes, the good so if one. You're, so the if you're thinking one. 97 and you're looking at some, uh, you know, neighborhood fencing, what do you call that? Chicken, not chicken wire fencing. Mesh. Eh, not mesh. It's like a regular fencing. Cage. Cage. No. Well, you know what I'm talking about. The, 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 the cage is how they are. Chain today. link. Chain, chain link. link. That's right. Not chain okay. link. This is, this is going to be the solid blue steel cage the only cage that matters when you think about it mm-hmm. it's just it's the best one yeah we get an ad for full metal the album of course the wwf cdfc music little weird because classy freddie blassie is in a studio and says show me what you got kid mm-hmm. and then a kid that dances like Shawn michaels takes his shirt off but and he's underage like he's like eight nine <laughs> Yeah, a little weird. Little weird. Show me what you got, kid. Yeah, little weird. Classy Freddie Blassie. I just watched the movie Spotlight too, so this was kind of like fresh in my mind. Like, what's going on here? Uh Anyway, I Full Metal the album, my first CD I ever bought. My first CD I ever owned. I stole other CDs from like my sister. Oh, I thought they were going to say from. (laughs) They're going to say from like Musicland or Sam Sam Goody. No. First CD, Full Metal, the album, purchased from Circuit City. I got a boom Because your sister my, didn't have it. <laughs> well, <laughs> she, she didn't. So my 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 birthday present that year, mm-hmm. when 96, I guess, yeah, 96, was my own CD player, like a boom box. Nice. 
and we went to Circuit City, and I am like, well, can I get a CD2? And I was like, yeah, go pick one out. What year did you and go I'm, there? 96. Oh, okay. Circuit City. Were, were you working there? No, no. I, I, I probably went there in like 2008 or 2000. Yeah. And, like uh, a month. Well, I don't think they were open in 2008. I think they'd closed. No, no. I, I meant uh, 98 or, or 2000. Okay. I forget okay. what year I worked there. So I picked it up, and it was a great CD, and- I still have it to this day. I still have the. I have a vinyl bootleg copy of that one. It's Full Metal. The album was a big deal at the time. Did you have a favorite song like that wasn't a theme on television? Like, was there any like remixes? Well, they did play the Raw theme song. They played Thorn in Your Eye. Uh huh. They played We're All Together Now. They had they had With My Baby Tonight on it. <laughs> okay. They had the the Hitman. They had the Diesel Blues. Or down now now. So anyway, there's a lot of time spent at Full Metal, the album. Okay. It's a great album. We go back to the arena, and Brett the Hitman Hart comes out for an interview with Kevin Kelly. Brett doesn't so, care. You know what? I go, I go back and watch this old stuff, right? And yeah. I don't always see Brett, but when Brett comes out, like he's so cool. Like, Definitely. I don't know. Just his music is cool. He comes out. He's got like that smirk. He gives the gives the glasses to the kids. I mean, the girls are going crazy for him. He's just a, he's just a cool guy. Yeah, and he's got an interview with Kevin Kelly. He's like, you know, I don't care if uh, the Undertaker's mad, but you know, he'll he after after I win the championship and after I beat Stone Cold, he'll get a shot and he'll get in line. Where I'll be the four time. WWF champion, you know, because, you know, I'm the best there is, was, never will be. You know, you'll see the night. So he's getting everyone, he's, he's, it wasn't a great interview. He didn't, honestly, I don't even know why he came it's, out to it's do that it. confidence, man. He, he does have the swagger. He does. And the Bret Hart's, the smirk. He's got it. He's like, are you guys kidding me? I'm the best. <laughs> What's interesting, I don't know if you saw this, they kind of panned a shot to the crowd and then someone had a sign, pink oh, and black sign that said, same five moves. Maybe was that a shot at Brett? See, he only does five moves, you think? I don't think so. He's got like 38 moves. I mean, uh, who was it? Who was that referring to then? Um, uh, John Cena. No, I'm just kidding. I, yeah, it wasn't John Cena at the time. Anyway. It was pink and black, so it's got to be Brett. Yep. And then we go to a commercial with WDF Marketing for WrestleMania 13. And it's like <laughs> fake marketing pitches. Jim Ross yeah. is like, I got this to say. Hats. We got to sell hats. The Fink says he wants to sell Coliseum video of wrestling's greatest announcers. Uh-huh. Vince McMahon says he has a toupee built into <laughs> a headset for sale. Right. And then it's just end up shilling to these two guys. You got to buy the WrestleMania 13 jersey and the WrestleMania 13 denim jacket. Denim jacket, only $99. In 97, do you think they sold one of those? One jacket for a hundred dollars. Probably not. Dress, no, the teed logo. <laughs> so, I, I think you just skipped over the funniest part of this. Is that uh, like these two jabronis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or at the end, like shock or schlocking this stuff, and one guy's like, "This WrestleMania 13 hockey jersey is the daddy." <laughs> like the daddy. <laughs> that's a that's a different phrase in 2023. <laughs> We're gonna start saying like, "Ooh, nice shirt, Eric. That's the daddy." <laughs> we should. That'd be that'd be awesome. We've got a couple catchphrases on this show. Reach this show, out this for sh- suckers. This show's the daddy. And, and this show's the daddy. <laughs> I love it. Let's do it. Let's make it a thing. I'll, Speaking I'll, of I'll thing, make you a new, uh, uh, new podcast banner. Okay. <laughs> this show's the, the daddy. daddy. <laughs> oh, God. Think we'd probably get some new listeners. Maybe a yeah. new demo. 
mm-hmm. demo. But like, oh, we like daddies. We like the daddy. The daddy. Maybe just, maybe right. just, what the heck? Like, what are these assholes talking about their childhood <laughs> wrestling for? What is this crap? <laughs> this isn't great. One star. <laughs> Half star. This sucks. The Sultan. We, this is we garbage. <laughs> we, co- we come back to the arena, and Rocky Maivia comes strutting out. He's the IC champ. He's going to have a match versus the Sultan WrestleMania 13. The Sultan, of course, is Rakishi, and he's taking on a jobber. The Rock's at the announce table in The Rock. He's still Rocky Maivia yeah. to take on the Sultan. But he looks and like The he, Rock. He's, he's dressed he, like he's The Rock now. He's, he's working on it. He's getting there a little bit better at a time. And the Sultan mm-hmm. wins a squash match versus a jobber. Post-match, he goes down to stare down The Rock, and the Iron Sheik is there too. And out of nowhere, who shows up? Our friend Tony Atlas. To Our why buddy. Is Tony Atlas there? Because oh he, wa- he loves feet. <laughs> I want fish for woman feet. Not a <laughs> lot of damn thing on a man I found attractive. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, that was watching an episode of Legends House a while ago when they're cleaning out the fridge. Mm-hmm. They're trying to take all the stuff. And Jimmy Hart, he's like, he's like, whoa, that, that's Mr. Rodney's red. That's Mr. Rodney's greens. You can't do that, Mr. Rodney's greens. He's going to come out and be all mad at you, Jimmy Hart. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted a massage so bad. He did. Peck, I don't want a pick here. I want a massage. He wanted a massage. So, <sighs> oh, good stuff. Anyway. He he was there to separate them because apparently there was a communic there was a connection to Rocky Maivia because Tony Atlas was tag team partners with his dad yeah, back in the, the day. So they were the Giant Soul Bros. I don't know if that's what I don't think that was their name. I oh, could okay. be wrong. No, you could be was. wrong. Or you could be right. We talked about this earlier. We're back. Since we're now officially in the war zone, they replay the intro, the whole new pyro. Yep. And then we go to our next opening segment of the second hour. Vince McMahon's in the ring, and out comes Shawn Michaels. I don't know if you noticed this, but on the way to the ring, Shawn Michaels snuck a too sweet little low Ooh, side to the did, camera. Huh? Yep. And then Vince is in the ring. He's all happy. He's like, ah, all right, uh, what about that? Yeah, all right. <laughs> what about that? He's, he's all like, happy. My, that boy, my boy toy. He's all happy. Mm-hmm. Shawn's there. He's all happy. He said he found his smile. He found it in San Antonio. He'll be back. He's going to see Dr. James Andrews to fix his knee. His he knee, also, wink, wink. He says he'll be at WrestleMania on commentary. Uh-huh. He'll also be at the Slammies. Vince is so happy. He's like, oh, he thank is. God you're back, Sean. He thank God. Sean. All right. Well, all right. Yeah, all right. He's so All happy. right. <laughs> yeah. Now I, now, I thought Vader was already out earlier in the night. He was. But now we have regular Vader. Uh, He's out with Paul Bear and Mankind. His opponent. I'm like, what the hell? His opponent is the British Gold Bulldog? British Bulldog? <laughs> British Bulldog. With yeah. Owen Hart? With Owen Hart. Match. They're tag yeah, champs. Wanna, aren't these two bad guy teams? But hey, shades of gray, pal. You know, that's what they're doing here in 97, apparently. Uh-huh. His opponent's the Bulldog. Uh, near the end of the match, Vader gets up, put up in the power slam by the Bulldog. Mankind comes in to try to help. And then Owen comes in to jump, and there's a big, you know, melee the British Bulldog just knocks over, to do. knocks over Paul Bear, who just falls over like a sack of potatoes. Uh-huh. And then he grabs the urn from him and starts knocking people out with the urn. <laughs> You're winner by disqualification, the British Bulldog. So that's all you need to know about that match. 
And then next up, uh, Ken Shamrock, who is going to be the special guest referee for our submission match at WrestleMania 13. So he hasn't the, wrestled yet, has he? No, not at all. No. All right. He is the world's most dangerous man. He's from the UFC. He fought in Pancras. Legit mixed martial arts guy. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, Billy Gunn is out there. And this is like, he comes out to the Smoking Guns music, but he's not Smoking Guns, Billy Gunn. It's kind of weird. He beats up a jobber named Aaron Ferguson. Post-match, Billy makes Ken Shamrock come into the ring. Ken gets him an arm bar in like two seconds. And then Billy says, yeah, it was one. You couldn't do it again. So after he lets him up, Ken gets him an ankle lock really quickly. This is just to, to show that Ken Shamrock is legit and he yeah. can whoop some ass, right? That's what it's for. That was a little and, slow, but uh, right. it gets the point across. Speaking of getting the point across, the very next thing that comes up on the Tron is Stone Cold Steve Austin. And Vince yeah, sorry, is like, well, son of a bitch. Well, well, well Steve, Mr. Austin, aren't you impressed with, with Ken Shamrock? I'm not impressed by a damn thing. Ken Shamrock is overrated, and he's a big piece of trash. <laughs> I love how you get into your, your impressions. <laughs> and then and then Vince is asking him, uh-huh. and he goes, uh, and then Vince is like, why are you here, Stone Cold? Why are you here? He's like, why am I here? That's a question a jackass would ask, ask me, son. <laughs> I'm here because there's a ring, and that's my job. There's a ring. I'm going to be here. This is just like, Hell, you're Stone Cold. You're the man. Like, I yeah. freaking awesome. Yeah. This is Stone Cold dialed up to 11. Hell, yeah. He's like, I'll tell you, one time I was with my wife, and, you know, she was, we was watching a serial killer. What about Hershey? Hershey oh, the yeah. Wonder Dog. Hershey the Wonder Dog. My wife said, Steve, drink your tea. It's going to turn Stone Cold. And I was like, oh, god damn, that's my, that's my name. <laughs> that's the name. Stone Cold yeah. Steve Austin. And he's gone on to tell that story 6,000 times, and yeah. that's just what wrestlers do. Mm-hmm. SDDP, the, he knows all about it. The cage, oh God. The cage is being set up, the blue cage. The thing is all beat up, and it, it's probably the same cage they've used since 1990, you know, or since WrestleMania 2, yeah. and, uh, 86. It's the same damn blue King cage. King Kong Bundy damaged that shit. It was, it was he, like whipping it, like swinging yep. in the wind, like an open gate. <laughs> yep. They're set, the ring crew is probably all pissed, like this thing's so damn heavy. Yeah. Picking this thing up, but they're getting it set up. They go backstage, Psycho Sid. He's, so I'm always ready. He's just screaming about it. He's, he, promo doesn't make any sense. He's a WWF champion. What's interesting about Sid at this time is he's kind of a tweener, right? Like he People still think he's a badass, but he's going against The Undertaker, yeah. who's also like a badass. It was like a good guy versus good guy main event, really. I, I don't remember liking Sid ever, but going back and watching these things, I can see why people thought he was awesome. Yeah, he, he was pretty awesome. You know, I, I think just his look, like he's just so, so big, you know, and he, he's in shape and he wrestles. I don't know. He's a, he's a good wrestler. He's a good intimidator. Got a good look. Mm-hmm. I definitely liked him in WCW as Sid Vicious. Mm-hmm. I definitely liked him for that. Yeah. So we start this match up and this match isn't too long. This Bret Hart versus Sid. Again, this is for the championship. I was excited. The, it could be, this is the reason why you get Jr. in there. They're all doing like this pre-fight commentary, which I don't think is done that much, but maybe it is just not done this well, how they're talking about, you know, each person's strength and their experiences and the knowledge of one another and this and that. And it's just like, I don't know, like the first five or 10 minutes before like an actual fight. Cause they're setting things up and I don't know. I, I got excited for it. The other thing that's kind of awesome about this is that the intrigue, again, I rem- I definitely remember watching this thinking like, oh shit, like what's going to happen? Because uh-huh. they're saying if Steve Austin, or I'm sorry, if Bret Hart wins, 
he will go to WrestleMania, and him versus Austin will be for the WWF Championship. Yeah. So, of course, Austin is incentivized to help Bret Hart win. What a cool concept this was. Right? Yeah. And then Undertaker, of course, wants Under, to Undertaker's do Undertaker's like, can. I'm already in a championship match, asshole. <laughs> Stay out right. of it. Everything he can to make sure Sid wins. Right. So there's legit intrigue of like, oh, man, there might be a title change here. And this is where, like, the this whole show has been fun. It's been mm-hmm. fun, whatever. Yeah. But this is, like, legit. This whole last 25 minutes of the show, you're like, Everything is awesome about this. You got the blue cage, you got Bret Hart, you got Psycho Sid. At some point, um, Sid's about to escape, right? Or, uh-huh. or no, he's about to escape. So Austin comes running down, slams the door so Sid can't escape. You're like, holy shit, Steve Austin's helping Bret Hart. And he hates yeah. Bret Hart, but he's got to help him. But he wants the title match. He's so got to So he, Bret's got to win the title. So he's going to help him. So then back in the ring, Sid powerbombs Bret Hart, which is Sid's finisher, and starts to climb the cage. Austin climbs up and stops him. They're battling on top of the just cage. Just this punching. battle is, is just yeah. going back and forth, and Austin, just the way he's selling and, and almost slipping off, and and you can kind of – I saw him hook his foot so he didn't really fall, but just the mm-hmm. way he's like flailing backwards and forward and to the side, you know, it's like they're selling the power of Sid and, you know, getting right back into it and the punches and this and – Taker comes out. He's like, oh, oh man. Yeah, <laughs> Brett's because, not going to win this one. <laughs> well, because Bret Hart comes to, yeah. and him and Austin are teaming up. at the. Uh, they're literally yeah. on the top of the cage, beating up Sid. Taker shows up. He comes rumbling down. Uh-uh. <laughs> and I, I have notes here. I'm like, it's Undertaker, Bret Hart, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Psycho Sid all on top of the cage together. I'm like, this is nuts. Like, I the WrestleMania opponents are teaming up together. To save, to, to save a title match or get a title match. Uh, eventually, The Undertaker just knocks Stone Cold off the cage. He f- comes flying down. Mm-hmm. Austin gets up, hits The Undertaker with a chair. Brett's about to get out, but The Undertaker slams the door in Bret Hart's yeah. face. Meanwhile, Psycho Sid slowly climbs out. Uh-huh. He drops to the ground. He is still your champion. Ding, He's ding, celebrating. Ding. He's 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 over. He's like, who's the man? Who's the man? Giving people fist bumps. <laughs> puts the belt around his waist. Vince says, yeah. we'll be back to get some more comments. Like, you're thinking, all right, the show is over. Yeah. But it's not. Because first off, we get back from commercial. We have the WWF Rewind, brought to you by Karate Fighters. And the Rewind is what we just saw a second ago for someone maybe flipping back and forth between Nitro. Mm-hmm. Very smart, I th- if you think about it, to get people to stay with the end of the show. Uh, really quick, did you ever have Karate Fighters or play Karate Fighters? No. Okay, I had. I, I was fighters. too old for Karate Fighters by then. I was What's that? Ni- I was nineteen. I was too old for it by then. Nah, you're never too old for Karate Fighters. Uh, <laughs> okay, you you would buy them now. Like if you saw them, let's like play Karate Fighters. fighters. Listen, they were pretty fun. Um, however, one time my friend Eric Falstrom, he, we were playing Karate Fighters outside, and mm-hmm. it was kind of like end of winter, so like ice was melting. He had like a big block of ice, and I beat him. Or something, and so he mm-hmm. dropped one on my karate fighter and smashed it. I'm like, you oh man! Bitch. So in return, dog. I kept his copy of NHL '95 for Sega Genesis, which nice. I still own to this day. It's now, now he's going to listen to this and find out. No, I told him about it. Oh, okay. In in my in, I was in his wedding, and he was in my wedding, and he in like a thank you card to the groom, he like wrote that. He goes, "I think it was a fair trade," is what he wrote. <laughs> <laughs> karate fighter for a video game. Okay. Yep. 
All right. So anyway, we're back here. Let's get to the. So here we like are. A, this is the Vince meat and potatoes of the show. Mother McMahon in the middle of the ring, going to talk to a pissed off Brett. But this is announcer Vince. Still, this isn't Mr. McMahon. I didn't this say this is Mr. Vince the announcer. But you yeah. said Vince Mother Effin. This is the announcer. Well, he, he's, he's in for Vince. it. He's in for yep. it. He says, Vince, I can understand. He's like, I can understand you're frustrated, Brett. Brett shoves Vince down. Understand. Frustrates at <laughs> the goddamn word for it. This is bullshit. Nobody does a goddamn thing about it. Everybody in that goddamn dressing room knows I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Now, like nowadays, people say shit. They swear. Well, not then. No. Especially WWE. This was, like I said, can I emphasize how out of nowhere and out of character this was? One, right. for the yeah. WWF. Two, for Brett the Hitman Hart to come off like that? Yeah. Like the, the, you know, uh, thank you for letting me be your hero. And, you know, the <laughs> Brett. Uh-huh. That, that Brett Hart saying, your, your kids are pretty safe watching me on Saturday mornings. I could be here a real role model. The, now he's cursing? Yeah. And all that stuff? G- GD and all over the place. Everybody knows that he's the best there is, the best was uh-huh. the best there will be. And you, it was so smart looking back at what they did here because they're yeah. just, they're setting up what they want to do, the double turn of WrestleMania 13. Mm-hmm. And we still like Brett because like you said, because Brett's awesome. But you're like, man, he is, he is kind of complaining. He's kind of a, a dick. <laughs> right. Like, dude, like you lost. Like, come on, like get over it. Go fight. You get another matchup. Yeah. And then Austin comes on the Tron. He's like, I tried to help you, but you're a loser. I he's like, you're out there you crying win. like a baby. <laughs> you loser. <laughs> he keeps calling him a loser on the uh-huh. Tron. Yeah. And then Bret Hart's screaming. Austin doesn't have the guts to come out to fight him. Then for some reason, Sid shows up. He doesn't have the, the stones. Sid come, well, Sid comes walking down the ramp yeah. with his belt around the waist, right? Yeah. He's like, it's his championship. And Brett goes, you know I'm the best there is? And Sid goes, I don't know shit. No, he goes, you know, I'm the, uh, that's my belt. You know it. I know it. Sid's like, I don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, what a flub. I know that's not and, what he meant, but he's, he's good up, for stuff like that. Out comes Sid. All of a sudden, Taker shows up. So what does Brett do? He suicide dives through the ropes onto the Undertaker and starts beating him up. Like He's had um, enough of everybody in this damn thing. He, he's just pissed. Then Austin shows up. It's chaos. Austin shows up. He's in, in the, He's beating up Brett. Then Undertaker and Sid go in the ring together. They're at. So we've got our yeah. two WrestleMania main events mm-hmm. going at it. Crowd's going nuts. I'm like I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, holy crap, this is bananas. Like, I wonder what WCW is doing to counter this. And we'll talk about it because I went and looked. We'll talk uh-huh. about it, what they did. And they're going nuts. And all of a sudden, when they couldn't get more crazy, Bret Hart all of a sudden pushes Pat Patterson over. Vince's like, he just put Pat Patterson, that dirty, rotten son of a bitch. He pushed Hall of Famer Pat Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> he's all bad. And then Sean comes waltzing out like he's going to do something. Yeah, he grabs a chair and we go off, we go off the air. Vince says, watch the pay-per-view, watch WrestleMania this Saturday. You'd think it would lead to a big buy, but it was an abysmal buy rate for WrestleMania oh. that year. But, whew, I needed like a breath after that. I'm like, wow, well, that was freaking great, right? It so was amazing. Like, this this whole show, I, I thought, did a good job of leading into, you know, the yeah. go-home show is what they call it now. I don't know if that's what they called it then, but, you know, setting up your matches for WrestleMania. This is what you're going to see. This is precursors. They're all going to get a little schmazes and, and fights and whatever and attacking each other. Like, all right, now we're adding fuel to all of this. And, you know, the same thing with Maya Villa and, and Sultan. 
I didn't give a shit about that match, but you know they they try to do something with that with every single match they're trying to get over is is I thought they did a good job, definitely. And I mentioned we'll talk about what Nitro did. So I flipped over on Peacock to this episode of Nitro, and I only mm-hmm. watched the ending. The main event was the Steiners versus Harlem Heat, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of lame, is it? And I'm well, let me finish. So I'm fast okay. forwarding, <laughs> and all of a sudden, a couple minutes into the match, the NWO come running out to beat up WCW. That's what they do. And then Luger shows up to kind of try to even the odds. And then all of a sudden, there's like a pyro pop. And who mm-hmm. comes down from the rafters but Sting. In the middle of the ring, he points at Hogan. And Hogan's like, he's pointing at me, brother. He's pointing at me. And we know kind of how it ends. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting how the two trajectories of the company go. And you're like, you're thinking, well, WCW's on fire. They can't mess this up. Or WWF's trying to figure it out. WWF does figure it out with with how they move forward in WWF. H- Hogan Sting was was Star K ninety six, right? Or was that ninety seven? No, it was ninety seven. Okay, so so it was it was that. like it was still seven months away because yeah. they're in March here, uh, end of the year. So, so still, still two building. good years for these guys. Yeah, oh, definitely. But you see where they ended up. Yeah, and either way, watching that Nitro, it's it's a really hot ending. It's a great ending to a show. And I looked up the ratings. Nitro did a 3.6, Raw did a 2.4. So Nitro's still kicking ass, but there's a lot of good stuff happening over at the World Wrestling mm-hmm. Federation, the World Wrestling Federation, as Vince would call it. There's a lot of good stuff happening, and I'm really... it was This was kind of a show that, again, I, we've all seen, we talk about this all the time, we've seen the main clips over and over again of mm-hmm. Brett kind of tantruming. I was also surprised that Peacock didn't bleep out any of Brett's swearing. It was all in there. No, it made it, made it good. Loved it. It did, but this whole up, that whole episode uh, God of God damn this and God damn that. I'm like, whoa, Brad, take it easy. <laughs> best there is, best there was. Everybody in that goddamn dressing room knows that I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Oh, here comes Sid. With his belt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know shit. <laughs> That's my belt. I should be the champ. I know it. You know it. I don't know shit. <laughs> It's kind of hard to give letter grades for just episodes of TV, but this is yeah. a solid A. A it all is. the way. I think looking really back good. on it, because of so many emerging stars that we see come from this, yeah, uh, like the chi- the China, you got China, D'Lo Brown, China. Uh, Mankind. Yeah. You know, goes through his um, mm-hmm. you know changes to 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 be a top guy. Uh, I mean, Hitman, Triple H, like all these. It was amazing. Yeah, in in their infancy, you know what I mean, and just just to see who they became, you know, three years later, ten years later, twenty years later. Mm-hmm. We should do start doing more ninety-seven WWF stuff. I think we have just, to just watching this. Yeah. I think we will. Maybe we'll pick a pay per view to do for our next show. We'll do a full on kind of deep dive into a ninety-seven pay per view, a random one we can pick. Yeah. I mean, in your well, house I was going to go through the Anawahi family tree to kind of see what relation uh, Rikishi is to The Rock. I don't know if it's a cousin by marriage, blah, blah, blah. But, mm-hmm. you know, it was kind of fun to see knowing, you know, that they're related now. Back then I didn't know, you know, to see maybe the older older cousin, older uncle, whatever it was, you know, kind mm-hmm. of taking care of his nephew or, or you know, his, his younger blood. And, and you know, as, as he is. Well, a few years know, later he did up. it for The Rock. He did. I'll remember that? He I did it for The that. Rock. Now you know. He, mm-hmm. Now he did it for The Rock. But. Okay. He so did go it for back the and watch the too. show. March 17th, 97. Celebrate St. Patrick's Day this year by watching this episode <laughs> of The Rock. <laughs> Put it on at your party. I'm not having a St. Patrick's Day party. 
Well, I'm telling the, telling the listeners. Oh, okay. If you have a, uh, the, I'll be this, at Gaelic show, Park. The, sh- on the show has nothing to do with St. Patrick's Day. Well, it's isn't that funny? They like now, like WWF would make a whole like yeah. leprechaun segment and, right. and all the other crap. But you know, the the girls was... dressing up as shamrock shakers or something. Yeah, pasties. Pasties. That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, a couple four leaf clovers. Mm-hmm. Maybe some rainbows or pots of gold. Yeah, Oof. pots of gold. Oh, yeah. baby. Good episode of Raw to watch. Good show for you to come back to. Yeah, see? And hopefully a, a good I way come, for I come to, back for the good stuff. Everyone to kick off their weekend listening to some positive wrestling talk. Yeah, that's what it's all about. It's it's just daddy, is what I think. I think it's mm-hmm. just daddy. <laughs> that's just what this show is. This show is just daddy. <laughs> no, it's the daddy. This show's the daddy, man. <laughs> See? You now should, you're getting it. Do you, are you seeing your fiance anytime this weekend or anything? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to tell her, I'll, 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 I'll no, tell no. her the, the show's the daddy. No, no. You should tell her, like, that's a nice outfit. It's the daddy. And just see what she says. Yeah. Okay. Do it. Okay. I want, and I Do want to it. report back. I want you to report back. I want you to record yourself telling her this. <laughs> She's like, we can't see each other anymore. <laughs> oh, she doesn't care. Do you think she'll be confused or she'll be like, yeah, it is daddy, isn't it? Totally. Yeah, she calls <laughs> she'll, it, she'll go it. along with it. Right. Or she'll just be confused. But no. That's my guess. Well, she always tells me, she's like, I'm so glad I met you. You, you always bring me up to like current lingo and <laughs> you know, what the what the, what the the kids are saying these days. I'm like, well, I'm not a kid. You, you, you collect toys and wear like old wrestling shirts and band t-shirts and like, yeah. like you're, not, you're not hip. You're not cool. Oh, I'm hip and cool. Oh, I'm hip, baby. I'm the daddy. I guess. I guess yeah. you are. Ooh, this is a fun show. And I appreciate you coming on as always, Eric, and mm-hmm. on the PPW podcast. And of course, you gotta listen to all of our friends, all of our podcast buddies, our friends Scott and Jeff at the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. I'm gonna have a bone to pick with Jeff because last Why? week on their show well, last week on their show, so they always do energy drink talk, like they mm-hmm. drink a bang or whatever. A bang. And Jeff's like, I'm drinking a rain. And I'm like, and I kind of, you know, rain energy drinks. And I was like, I don't really like those I'm in my head because they've always given me like a crash or a bad headache. Okay. And Scott, he was like, I thought those give you crashes. Jeff's like, not anymore. They're getting better. I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to give it a try. So I got one. I got a freaking horrible crash headache because of it. Like, <laughs> so uh, that's your bone to pick? It's my bone to pick. Even you, still. You, you, you fell you fell for the old uh, propaganda. I did, I did. So that's on Mr. Jeff Toon. But either way, yeah. go follow their show because for wrestling figures and positive talk and, and nostalgia, they're up there for the best shows out there. So follow them at Fully Posable. Follow our friends over at the Our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast. They're doing wrestling canon every week. They also have a Patreon where they review every WWF pay-per-view in order. They're up to 96 now, all the way from WrestleMania 1. So go follow them at OVP Podcast as well as their sister show, the Acid Washed Memories Podcast, all about nostalgia. Joe and Quinn do a great show. We mentioned Joe's, Joe Murata's Twitter account mm-hmm. doing the Gorilla Monsoon podcast, so follow them as well. Follow our friend Lee, the Raw's Nitro podcast. He just did a show update that I got to listen to where he kind of talked about the future of the show. But either way, check out the archives in the Raw's Nitro pod. Uh, our friends at the Ringside podcast, Daniel and Spencer, friends talking Impact Wrestling and talking interviews, all that stuff. Impact coming to the Chicago area for a few shows, one in July and Bound for Glory in October. Hey, that's the a, one we're going to unless I'm, yeah, uh, we, unless I'm we in gotta Vegas. Yeah, we got to go. Yeah, we got to go to Bound for Glory in October. For I might be in Vegas. Get, 
Are you getting married? No, I'm just going to Vegas to celebrate our five year. Okay. Well, maybe I'll come with you guys. Yeah, anyway. you should. <laughs> that, that'd be so daddy. It would <laughs> be so daddy. Anyway, oh, the Ringside Podcast for all your impact wrestling and independent wrestling talk. Speaking of independent wrestling talk, for a show, we also are friends with the Wrestling Cheers podcast. Justin Summers and friends uh, do a fun show. Uh, there's another show called In the Marbles, not really like wrestling related, but if you're into NASCAR racing, uh, Ethan and Soda Hunter, Kevin, do a show called In the Marbles. So check them out as well uh, for your NASCAR stuff if you want so check them out and of course our good friends the breaker and bane power hour they're always doing shows they've been at it for years follow the breaker and bane power hour he's got a breaker's got a couple side shows the toy cast the you know it's fake right is on hiatus or kind of pause now but the main show the breaker and bane power hours those are all of our podcast buddies follow them um support them and even if you don't listen to every episode just give their social media a follow comment all that stuff it helps it definitely helps with interaction. I know it makes me feel better when people interact with posts and kind of gives me, a, oh, like people are listening. Like I see numbers. I know there are people that do listen, so it's super yeah. nice to hear. But it's always cool when you interact with people and sure. hear stuff. So so keep that up, you know, mm-hmm. and, and join the, the PPW podcast Facebook group. Like I said, I guarantee you'll laugh at least a couple of times from something either from like Steve Holker posts or something like that because it's always something goofy. <laughs> Some of these memes, man, they're just, they're the best. So follow us there. Follow our Twitter account at PPW Podcast. Subscribe to the show. If you like the show, leave a review. And if you don't like the show, that's cool too. Just let us know. Some people have. Leave, a, leave um, a review. Yeah, why not? Sure. Not too negative because it messes up all the all the algorithms. We can't. We've done like two <laughs> stars. Be, I think so. I don't know. We've done uh, like one star, like average. Oh, I guess man. if I saw a podcast with as many episodes we had and they had like a rating of like one, I'm like, man, this show's got to suck. I got to check this out. So who knows? Maybe that'll be our strategy. Oh, that's Control why ourselves. you would check out us because it's terrible. <laughs> I guess so. To see what the, all the hype was about, right? Yeah. Or the lack of. Yeah. We've, like, what's we've all, been busy over here. What's all this Good goddamn co- shit about? Everybody in that goddamn podcast community knows that we're the best there <laughs> was, best there ever will be. Oh, man. Anyway. So, so what were you going to say? I forgot. You interrupted me. Damn it. Oh, we've been, I say, we've been busy lately because oh, yeah. you had you had COVID. You've been working. I started a new job. Uh, you did? So How's that going? Busy. It's pretty good. It's good. Uh, obviously, it's a lot of big learning curve because it's a new company and all that, but I'm getting there. I'm enjoying it. Um, I think it's a good opportunity for me and my family and yeah, it's, it's obviously taking up a lot of time, but it's, it's good. It's good stuff. Um, I've watched, I've been watching a lot of movies. Like I mentioned Encino Man. I watched The Wedding yeah. Singer, which is one, Wedding Singer is just one of my favorite movies ever. It just, it's, it's, so, it's so good. It's hilarious. And <clears throat> so I was watching, uh, movie's great. we went to go watch Puss in Boots. Yeah, the, we saw the, that too. The last Very wish. Good. Yeah. Very good. So so little Jack Horner or Big Jack Horner, I was trying to pinpoint his voice. And I thought it was John Lovitz. I was thinking John Lovitz from Wedding Singer. And at the end of it, it's not John Lovitz. I forgot who it was, but um So long that, story short, you want to watch the Wedding Singer again. Right, because I, I like when John Lovitz like he's going crazy. Yeah. He's like good <laughs> he's luck. Like, Finding a DJ that could do this. And he shakes himself at Drew Barrymore. <laughs> yeah, he, he's good in that. It's all great. Uh, and then, sir, one more outburst from you. I will strangle you with my microphone wire. <laughs> What's your last name? Gulia. Julia's Julia. name's going to be Julia Gulia. That's funny. Why is that funny? I don't know. <laughs> 
Julia Gulia. <laughs> Julia Gulia? Oh, man. All right. Well, I yeah, think on yeah, that note. bitch. <laughs> Linda. Yeah. Something that could have been brought to my attention yesterday. <laughs> that movie oh, is this so is daddy. the wedding. Let's do a, yeah, it is daddy. <laughs> the wedding singer cast. Let's just mm-hmm. do, uh, maybe in the summer, we'll because I do the Christmas movie look back. Let's just do an Adam Sandler, because I look yeah. back. Lord and I went and saw Adam Sandler at the United Center a couple weeks ago. He performed, and it was really good, really funny. Played for like two and a half hours. Bunch of funny jokes, sang songs, <laughs> told jokes. It was it was. Did he great. did he do any of his material from uh, the last Netflix thing? He, I think it was twenty twenty. No, the only one, no, the only one he did from that was he did the Chris Farley song, but at the end, but he it was all yeah. new material. So right, did you cool. like that thing on Netflix? I thought it was. Hilarious. Dude, I loved it. It was so funny. Like I was like yeah. die like laughing how like silly the jokes were. But. Well, I, I like the songs. Uh, one of them was the phone wall of keys, and it starts going into the phone wall of keys laptop, phone wall of keys this, 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 that. So it's become a thing, like phone wall of keys. Like if I'm leaving the house, Beck will say, oh, do you have your phone wall of keys? I'm like, yeah, phone there wall of keys. There you go. I like the one song he did but where he starts naming all like the candy, uh-huh. and he's like, doctor says I got diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Just dumb stuff like that, which we love. We love the dumb humor. Yeah. The PVW podcast. Thanks, everyone, to, for listening. It used to be so easy. With my phone, my wallet, my keysies. Oh, geez. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks for the support over the years as we continue to do fun shows for everybody. Have a great weekend. And everyone, we will see you next week. Blah!